little car coaching for you today of how to fall back in love with your business. So one of the biggest, this might be the top, in the top five of biggest ways to fall back in love with your business is making the money that you desire, right? Making enough money that you're profitable, right? That you're able to pay yourself um, what you're worth and then more, right? Uh, you're able to take you know, things off of your plate and spend money and delegate, right? And and automate and do the things that you like know would just make you so less stressed and make you so successful. So when your business is making the money that you desire, everything feels lighter and easier, right? Like if a client or customer leaves, you're like, okay, like no biggie, right? But when you are so stressed about money and like scraping to get by and like we've all been there right like I know I have um it everything feels so much heavier everything feels so stressful um that it really can make you resent your business like and it has nothing to do with the people that you're working with but things are just not working right like everything is not working in your favor I should say um, there could be absolutely things working, but it's not working to the magnitude that you need it to. So we're going to pretend like we're on a coaching session right now, um, and we're going to get to the bottom of this. So if you feel this way, this is like the perfect video for you, because if we pretend that it's not happening, then it's just going to get worse. Um, but we also could know that it's happening, but not be doing anything about it. Um, it's okay. We're almost there. Okay, okay. Um, so the biggest thing to first acknowledge is that are you passionate about what you're doing? Like, do you truly, truly believe in it? Do you love it, right? Because to save you a lot of time on this video, if we're not there, then that's where we need to start, right? Like, there's so many things that I could sell, so many things I could do, but either I like I may love the actual product or program, but I don't have enough passion to make it a revenue stream, right? Like for whatever reason. Um, so really checking in with yourself of, am I passionate enough about what I am currently selling to scale it to the, the magnitude that I need it to in order for me to be more profitable, me to be more successful, me to be able to pay myself more, right? Like all of the boxes. So that's where I want you to start. And if you haven't checked that box off yet, then you can get off of this video because that's where I need you to start because it's gonna make everything else that I'm gonna talk about actually harder. So if you feel that way, then keep watching, obviously. Um, so there's a number of reasons why, and I'm not gonna be able to cover all of them in one video, but I'm gonna pick out like the top ones of why you're not making the money that you desire. So we're gonna go through these. These are like the, the ones, these are the trendy ones that I see the most, that I also have experienced myself doing, um, that if you were to look at my books, uh, you would be able to be like, oh, okay, I can see why she wasn't making the money that she was wanted to versus now. Um, so I have firsthand experience and I also have uh, client experience. It's okay, baby, we're almost there. We're almost there, okay? I feel like it's nap time. Um, so let's go through these. Um, what's wrong? Are we too hot? 
maybe this. Do you want this? We already know that you're passionate about what you're selling if you're continuing to watch. So that is a good thing. Like seriously, huge, huge accomplishment. Um, so, and it has to be to the magnitude that you're not gonna give up, right? Like like I said, you can love products, products, programs, and services, but not be passionate enough to like sell them to make a million dollars. Let's just go to that level. Like you've gotta be willing to sell it to make a million dollars. Even if that is not on your radar yet, I want you to think that way. Um, because your dreams are expensive and eventually I need you to, to think that way, okay? So let's move on. So the, one of the first things that could be happening is you're selling too many different things, right? So this can go for products, programs, or services. If you keep going from thing to thing to thing, even if it's within your own business, um, people are so confused, right? Like if you're selling leggings and then you're selling nail strips, if you're selling this program over here and then this membership over here um, and we're constantly like it's almost like that um, uh, revolving door right you where you just keep spinning around and around people's heads are like so they're like they're like how oh, this hurts right instead of really zeroing in on that one solid product program or service being your core offer um, and you can obviously downsell people and upsell them I want you to have multiple revenue streams, but if you haven't even made $100,000 in sales in one year, then we have no business having so many revenue streams, right? It's almost like a distraction. It, it, it is a distraction. It's a money block because you think that that's going to make you successful. And I'm able to say all of these things because I, I was hurt. Um, so I'm just talking to my old self. Um, so the, the minute you can hone in and go all in with one product, program, or service for at least six months, oh my goodness, you are going to have a whole different business. You're gonna fall madly in love. Your stress levels are gonna go down. Your bank account is going to explode because you, got, you have focus. Your market has focus. You can really start to pinpoint what is working and what's not working, okay? So that is one trend that I see of why people are not making the money that they desire. Um, another one is if you do have control over your pricing and you constantly are either discounting or undercharging or not charging at all, like if you keep having like clients say, oh, could you do this for me and this for me and you're not charging them extra, like if they're on retainer, that can also hurt you because it's taking up more of your time, but you're not charging for it. So a great thing to do is when people come to you saying, hey, can I pick your brain, right? Can you do this for me? And you say, absolutely. Would you like to get on a call or have me send a proposal over of how I could support you with this? There is nothing wrong with that. We've got to get over that weirdness um, because you don't go to McDonald's, order a burger and fries and not expect to pay, right? Like whether you eat the burger and fries or not is irrelevant. You order it, you get to pay for it, right? Um, so that is definitely another trend that I see. So as I'm talking through these, I want you to see like, oh yeah, I'm doing that, I'm doing that, I'm doing that. Um, so that way we can start to fix it, okay? So that is another trend. Um, the next trend that I see is that we uh, are not talking to the right audience, okay? So for example, if you've got a product that is like stellar for, um, mothers with young children, but yet we keep attracting moms that are empty nesters, 
we've got the wrong audience, right? Like, of course they're not buying. Of course you're not making the money that you want because we're talking to the wrong audience. And I do believe there is every audience out there, but we've got to find them. We've got to talk to them. Um, so really checking in with yourself uh, and like looking through your friends list, looking through your followers list, looking who's engaging on your actual content. <coughs> and if you say, well, my product can help everyone, then that's my next trend. We're not narrowed enough. Um, not everyone agrees with this, but when I was trying to help every different type of woman, um, it's just too hard. I also believe you can have multiple niches, meaning multiple target audiences, but start with one. Um, because if we keep trying to talk to everyone, I really, really do believe we are talking to no one. It's just too vague and vague goals get vague results. Well, vague marketing gets vague results as well. Um, so the more you can really like hone in on that person and talk to her or him, um, then she or he is going to see your content and be like, oh, that was made for me. Like when I get ads that are like targeted to me and I'm like, dang it, you know me so well. Like I just bought a sparkly hydro jug, um, because they keep, they keep targeting me and I'm like, oh, some of my friends have a hydro jug. I am on a health and fitness journey. Damn it, damn it, damn it. You knew it, right? They know what they're doing, right? Now they may also cater to other different types, but they have picked a certain product for a certain person and they honed in on that. So as uh, small business owners, typically <coughs> we don't have as many, like we don't have a whole marketing team that can do all these different niches at the same time, right? So um, really honing in on one niche at a time uh, as a small business owner can be so powerful and then we can obviously grow from there um, And then let's go on to the next trend. So the next trend is you do have the right audience um, But maybe we're not talking to them in the way that they want us to right like <coughs> if they love to uh, consume You know written posts and all you keep doing is videos then we're not catering to them specifically <coughs> This gnarly cough I want it to go away officially. It's driving me crazy. Um, <coughs> um, so it could be how we're talking to them, meaning like the actual format, videos, posts, um, or lack thereof, right? Or the actual words that we're saying, right? Like if we just keep saying, buy my product, buy my product, and we're not getting sales, and we know specifically we're talking to the right audience, maybe we add in a little bit more emotion. Maybe we add in, some storytelling, some testimonials, right? Like the more you can really look at your business from a non, uh, like not taking things so personally, one of the four agreements, right? And we can really look at it from a marketer standpoint and be like, okay, I believe in my product program or service. I know that it's amazing for, you know, number one for this niche. Okay. I've got that niche. I'm talking to them. What am I not saying? right? Like, or what am I not saying in the way that they want, right? And these things do take time, but once you start to nail it, you start to scale it, right? And this is why I don't want you trying to sell all things to all people because you're just burning all of your energy up. And then that's why you're so frustrated with your business 
and so unhappy, right? And then you're, you know, maybe your significant other is getting a little resentful or your children because it keeps taking, you know, time away and we're not getting that return on investment, right? Like, well, we need to be honest with ourselves, right? Because just continuing to do the same things over and over and over again um, is the definition of insanity, right? So it's not just time that we need, we need strategy, right? We need to be honest with ourselves and we need to stop taking things so personally and become obsessed with getting results and helping people understand how you can help them, right? Like I already know that you're sold on your product, product program or service, but not everyone else is at that level yet, right? Like, so we need to go back down, right? And we need to figure this out and take them on a journey with you so that way everyone can win. Your customer or client wins, you win, your family wins, everyone wins. Because right now, if you're not making the money that you want, everyone's losing, right? Because you aren't changing the lives that you know you really can, right? And including yours, right? And so that feels defeating, that feels frustrating. And so we've got to not take it personally and we've got to figure out and pinpoint what, how are you getting in your own way? Because I hear that too often from so many people. They're like, I'm just in my own way. Well, what does that even mean? That's too vague, right? Like we need to really get clear on, okay, what is it, right? Um, because I really do believe it probably, like if you if you say like your stuff is too expensive, that's BS because there are a ma like major luxury brands out there that are way more expensive than they need to be. Um, but they've built brand equity, right? They have built a culture. They have built uh, so much trust, right? They have a quality product that people know, oh my gosh, <coughs> when I buy this, I know it's gonna last. Like right now I'm wearing my Ugg boots that Jared bought me when Emma was born, which was four years ago, right? So yeah, they're a little bit more expensive, but they've got brand equity, they've got, they've got quality, to the point where people buy them and then, then it becomes about status, right? Um, like, I mean, I don't know if Ugg boots are very status driven, but you know what I'm trying to say. So just saying that you're too expensive is not, probably not what's happening, right? We haven't had enough, you know, we haven't built enough trust with people, right? Because even if you think you're too expensive, I can guarantee you that you're not. Um, like most of my products should probably be triple what they are based on all the value and all the time that we put into them and all of the resources that we put into them. But we also have to be realistic with what our market can spend, right? And I want to make it as accessible as possible, okay? So lots of different trends here, um, but I really want you to pinpoint which one is, is it. And if you go through and you tell me it's none of those things, then I want you to DM me and so we can talk about it um, because the last one that I want to leave you with is if you're like it's not any of those things then really if it's not any of those things normally it is traffic right like if you are only getting on two sales calls a week and we really need to be on 10 then we need to be on 10 sales calls if you are only doing one Facebook live a week and we need to reach more people, then we maybe we should be on five uh, Facebook Lives a week, right? Or your email list, right? Like, so at the end of the day, after you've looked at all of those things, and obviously more didn't include everything, it really comes down to traffic, right? You can't have a million dollar dream and a, and a million dollar business with a minimum wage 
work ethic, right? And just expect that it's gonna happen overnight. That is the furthest thing away from the truth. But what's cool is when you start to say, every time I send an email, I get closer to a million dollars. Every time I get on Facebook Live, I get closer to a million dollars. Every time I ask for my customer's feedback, I get closer. Um, so let me know in the comments or even in the DMs which one you get to focus on. I would pick one at a time, okay, so you don't get overwhelmed and you can always save this video and come back to it. Um, like I said, there's many, many more that it could be, but those are like the biggest ones that I see. Um, and then at the end of the day, it's traffic, okay? Core offer plus a, a lot of traffic equals so much moolah, you can't even stand it. So. Um, let me know which one you're working on so I can hold you accountable and know that it is, has nothing to do with you, right? It has nothing to do with your worth and it has nothing to do with anything like that. We get to look at our business as a secondary thing outside of us and know that we are the driver and the, the, the passion behind it and knowing that we can make it happen. Okay.